0: Welcome to Rag Chew, and if you're as curious as a kitty cat as I am, you can follow us over on social media at Rag Chew Podcast. I'm Max, and one thing I've learned is when you get older, you regret not taking all those naps as a child.
1: And I'm Cade, and if you've never heard the entire I before E rule before, gosh, you're in luck, because I'm going to tell you. I before E, except after C, and one sounding like A, as in neighbor and way, and on weekends and holidays and all throughout May, and you'll always be wrong, no matter what you say.
0: Okay, now I'm really trying to process it. The entire time you were saying that, I was processing, okay, all right, all right. uh, Is it true? Like I was spelling it in my head, (laughs) but then you were moving too fast, and my head was like, no, I can't keep up.
1: Yeah, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to have to uh, click back 15 seconds about uh, 20 times, I think, when they listen to this episode to try to just gather everything that just happened.
0: I will also, when going to upload this, uh, have the same exact, uh, I guess,
1: issue i'm gonna to have to roll back about a couple times until <laughs> I it.
0: where did you learn that
1: um funny enough uh comedian uh i don't know if you've ever heard of brian Regan. no uh, but uh brian Regan's really funny there's not a ton of clean comedians out there um and i listen i've got nothing wrong with profanity i am uh, a, a you know endorser of profanity you could say uh, but it's <laughs> it's it's impressive to me when people in comedy um can still be pretty funny without getting into you know like profane uh profane words i guess and uh, he's one of those people but he's really funny brian regan uh, look him up uh he is one of his stand-up skits is where i uh, i heard the entire thing like that for the first time and i've uh, i've always thought it was really funny and remembered it by heart because i like to tell people who've never heard it before so it's Reagan, not Reagan, as in Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall.
0: <laughs> for, it is Regan, not Reagan. Oh, okay. All right. I was just making sure. I was trying to S- figure out if it trickle down <laughs> economics or... <laughs> no, no, no.
1: Not at all. Not at all, sir. Not at all, sir. How you doing, man? How's everything been? Pretty
0: good. Me and the, uh, the wife have finally finished our bench project. Hooray. We uh, finished staining it this week. And we finally got sealant on it. So I'm finally so excited that I can put that project to the side. But I will tell a little story real quick. I learned the lesson for those of you who have ever done carpentry, woodworking, whatever you want to call it. um, You should all know and practice the lesson of measure twice, cut once. Um, I got a piece of Luan to face the back. And uh, so it's been a long time since I've done any carpentry. And I went to Home Depot and I said, hey, I need particle board because that's what they used previously. The thing is with particle board, if you don't know much about wood, moisture can seep into it really, really quick. And particle board is very cheap. Really, it's just wood that's been like pulped and compressed together and boom, you have a piece of wood. So it's not very strong. Um, well, I guess it can be, but it's all depending on your thickness and that kind of stuff. But Thank that's besides the point. It's It's crap wood. Um, so I went to Home Depot and I was talking with the guy. I was like, I need particle board. He's like, okay, well, what's it for? And I told him and that kind of stuff. And he goes, okay, he showed me the different thicknesses of particle board. And I was like, all of those are too thick. So he goes, um, well, I have this. It's like a sort of a particle board. I went, oh, you mean Luan, which Luan is just a really, really thin sheet of particle board. But it's not, it's not particle board, but it is particle board. It's really hard to describe, but it's perfect for facing the backs of things. Uh, Because this had gotten, the particle board had gotten so much moisture to it that it completely was falling apart, and I had to replace it. And I was like, well, duh, I could have used Luan. So I got it, and he cut it. And uh, they can't do cuts less than 12 inches, and it kind of L's in with half an inch, and it jumps down to 39 inches up towards the top. So it just makes an L. And uh, I was so frustrated when I got home, and I went to put this on the back, and I went... God bless it. I only got enough to face the bottom of it. So I have about an inch and a half gap up towards the top. And I was like, okay, I can cut another strip easy. I'll do it myself. So I went to cut and I only cut an inch and then I had to cut another piece and another piece. It took me about three times by the end of it. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just layering it on top and we're just going to suck it up. (laughs) So I layered it. I literally, I hit it good enough on the project and stained it good to where it hides it but i was like i am not cutting this anymore i'm just feeling lazy and but i learned the lesson of measure twice cut once and i've done this for years but yet for some reason i could not retain it and this was the one time i said well i should have practiced it
1: yeah there's something that technique will make you do especially if you've done it for years is it'll make you believe as you get uh, down the road that uh, you don't need to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and that's what I said. I was like, I got too confident. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got this. I got this. And also, I'm trying to look, you know, cool in front of my wife, which why do I have to look cool in front of my wife? We've been together for five years. I think at this point I've won her over, you know. <laughs> but... Uh, i guess i was trying to look cool in front of her oh you made a wise was choice like, oh, my friend macho man can do this you know and there i am uh, absolutely butchering my cuts uh in the end i was like you know what uh we're just layering it on done great perfect
1: i ad- i admire the uh i admire the effort to impress anyways I mean, thank you, know. you thank you i was you also swooning. thank you chivalry's not dead it's not dead yet kate <laughs>
0: I was thinking of you as I started to organize my toolbox and my socket wrench set and thought about your organizational skills.
1: Oh, yeah, brother, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about.
0: But I also thought you'd probably hate me because my socket wrench set was an absolute mess. It was just everything thrown in because I was like, yeah, I'm done with this one and throw it in or I don't need this <laughs> one, and throw it in. But uh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, what I have you know. been
0: up to this week, my good sir?
1: Oh, this week. What have I done? Oh, gosh. Um, I've been working a lot more, um, working remotely. Um, I think I've said it, I don't know, maybe at least once an episode that uh, I do IT for Universal um, Orlando. And as we start to prepare for the possibility of reopening, we've been getting a lot of work done um, as far as making sure everything works. And is upgraded and updated and so on and so forth. So I've been putting in a lot of effort for that as I'm very fortunate to uh, still uh, be employed as I know a lot of people uh, were not um, as fortunate uh, around these parts. Anyways, uh, yeah, man, I did. I, so I've been putting in a lot of work doing that during the day, still playing a lot of Call of Duty. Um Quick update on that. They took out bounty contracts for less than 24 hours before they realized that was a horrible idea and put them (laughs) back into war zone. Um, so thank goodness for that because, uh, the group of guys I play with, um, who uh, we had on the show just a couple uh, episodes ago, Eric and Brandon, that's our deal is man, as we go get bounty contracts and then we just go mess people up until we've got enough money and all of our junk to where we can uh, find a place to kind of chill out. Um, and uh, so we were we were kind of pissed, but they brought it back, and we're thankful for that. I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. I've had a lot of tasks I needed to complete today, and I haven't had time to do it. So when we're done with this, guess what I'm doing? Anyways. Uh, Is been it playing hopping a lot of- back onto Animal Crossing? <sighs> yeah, that, that, would be, <laughs> that would be the answer in between all of the other items I still need to accomplish in Got my uh, normal adult life today. Oh, okay, I didn't know if it was for Tom Nook that you were doing these tasks for, so... Well, I have some tasks to do for him. Uh, That's for sure. Uh, You know, it's like you go through like the first for those who don't know, you go through like the first few days in the game and like, you know, there's not much going on. And then you get a task and then a lot happens and then there's not much going on for like the next couple of days, like once again. And then uh, you get to the point where I'm at right now, where you've got some folks who are moving in and you get a bridge, you get to do your bridge, you got to do your plot, you got to collect items to build for these people. And uh, the shop just opened and like all this other stuff. And it's like, Oh my God, now everything's happening at one time. So now I feel like I don't have enough time to whereas beforehand. I'm like, I have nothing to do except for gather resources and visit other islands. And uh, so that's where I'm at right now with that. But uh, outside of that, man, just the norm getting ready for another, uh, concert on Facebook, um, that you guys will miss because this will not air in time to hear it. But going forward every Saturday, I do five o'clock PM. It's a lot of fun. Um, And uh, boy, uh, that's about it, man, I guess. I mean, I'm sure I'm missing a ton of things that I'm doing, but, you know, I I feel like I have been more busy during this two-month quarantine than I was without it, even though I'm not ever leaving my house. I have more (laughs) crap to do. Uh, Not that I don't enjoy all the things I do, except for maybe work, but, you know, I, I still enjoy that, so it's all right.
0: No, I get it. I get it. Trust me. I know. I told my wife, I was like, I'm now starting to feel crunch time. Like, I'm starting to feel like, okay, now I have too many projects and not enough time, you know? Right, right. So right. I'm starting to think through, okay, which ones. So this week, I think uh, today we were going to start painting, but I think that might get delayed. We'll see you better tomorrow. Uh, we're going to start painting the dining room and the living room. So finally getting that done. Uh, we I selected our colors. Yeah, we have rooftop uh, garden green, um, and we also have uh, blue chalk Uh, inside of the living room so uh, we finally got our paint colors in and
1: what a a, a combo names right i know garden green i'm just trying to imagine what that is because i'm picturing like a greenhouse
0: uh sure yeah i guess if you picture a greenhouse that's the green but it's really not i don't know
1: garden green that i mean blue chalk like i can if it's not the exact color that i'm picturing right now i'm gonna be a little disappointed because of the fact that i know what blue chalk looks like i know the color i can see it in my mind it's a little
0: darker than what you think of if you actually put blue chalk on a chalkboard i'll say uh, that
1: maybe after it dries i was thinking about like sidewalk chalk but maybe i'm just an animal i guess
0: maybe i'm just an animal (laughs) You fiend,
1: (laughs) you savage.
0: You dirty savage.
1: (laughs) This guy, this guy's nuts, man. He's crazy. He
0: puts chalk on his sidewalk. I don't know why I was thinking walls. Uh, (laughs) That's the only ones that were going through my head. So that's why there was a hesitation there.
1: Yeah, it's all good. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me.
0: So, Cade, we were uh, discussing a little bit before this, a little bit about topics, and I brought up the wonderful topic of dumbest lie you ever told as a child. <laughs> so, um, I feel like this would be a good entertaining topic for uh, our listeners here to be listening to. Yeah, uh, man. So, would you go first, or do you want me to go first?
1: Um, I want you to go first, and then I'll go first. I know what mine is, okay. and for okay. those of you who didn't See know, you. when he asked me prior to this starting... Uh, I think he asked me with the thought that maybe I'd have to think about it. And before he even finished the sentence, I knew what it was going to be. But I want to know what his. Oh, is he was like, go. yeah, I know what it is. <laughs> immediately into it. We said no time immediately. Nope. Nope. All right, Maxwell. Spotlights on you, sir. All
0: right. So I've had to. Um, for those of you who don't know, I wear glasses. I wear contacts. Nowadays, uh, probably 98% of my time now, except for when I'm at home is the only reason, and I'm going to bed or something. Uh, But obviously during quarantine, I've worn my glasses a lot more. Anyhow, so I wear glasses. I started wearing them around the first grade, um, and for some reason, I didn't like wearing glasses was what it was, or I guess I wasn't used to carrying them around with me or putting them on my face all the time. But I couldn't see anything where I went. Um, I am now, technically, if my vision was not correctable, my doctor has told me, I am legally blind uh, because of how bad I cannot see without them. So obviously, as I was younger, um, it wasn't as bad. Uh, Whenever, first of all, in case anybody's wondering what it looks like, what my vision looks like whenever I take my glasses off, I can maybe identify stuff just by colors. But it all blobs together, get together is the word I'm looking for, and becomes like one shape. It's the weirdest thing. Even when people, put, they were checking my eyes this past time and put up a number four. And uh, she was like, what number am I holding up? And I kind of like looked at her and she was like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have asked that. I just looked at your prescription. Wow. And,
1: rude. Yeah.
0: <laughs> she was like, I'm so because I kind of looked at her like, uh, I can't answer that question for you, ma'am. Um, but anyhow, so, um, I had gotten them in the first grade and for some reason, I, I guess I I wasn't used to the habit of you wake up in the morning, you put your glasses on your face and you go, because I could still kind of see everything. I just couldn't see far away. So that was my problem. So I think I was kind of in that weird transition phase and also I was like six years old. So I was rebellious and I remember I was in my teacher's class, which was miss Fouts. I remember her last name. And, um, she said, uh, we were doing like the morning work when you first walk in and they're finding stuff for you to do. And we were basically writing out sentences. So there was mistakes in the sentences. Like, and I remember the exact sentence as well. It said, I want to see the world, but it was like, um, I want, oh, oh, there we go. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) My, my computer just shut off there for a second. That was weird. All right. Anyhow, (laughs) I was like, uh,
1: (laughs) cue the blooper. (laughs)
0: So I said, it said, I want to see the world, but C was spelled like a C, like the ocean. And I remember looking at it, and I couldn't see it, though, fully. So I was having to get up and walk towards the board. And my teacher, she knew I had to wear glasses, and my aunt at the time worked at the school as a substitute teacher. And so she was like, Max, why aren't you wearing your glasses? And I was like, oh, Uh, for some reason, the first thing that came to my mind was, my mom said I don't have to wear them anymore. <laughs> oh my god! So I remember being so stupid and saying that, and she was like, "Oh, you said you don't need them anymore." And I was like, "No, I don't. I don't need them anymore." My doctor, my mom said I don't have to. She was like, "Oh, so just immediately you don't need them?" She was like, "Yeah." She was like, "Okay, then why did you have to get up to the board and walk up to the board to try and read it?" And I was like, uh, "Because it, it just is a little clearer." But my my doctor said I don't have to. You know, it just as a six year old you're thinking yeah, of stupid yeah. stuff.
1: Of course, of course. And
0: she proceeded to say, okay, I want you to read that sentence, which was the one that I want to see the world. And so I put, I said, it says, I want to go to SeaWorld, is what I put. <laughs> oh, my God. So she goes, uh, she was like, she said, no, that's wrong. And you, wear, you need to be wearing your glasses. And I was like, no, I don't. She goes, okay, fine. So the one thing I didn't know is that my aunt, was uh, substituting that day, probably about two classrooms away. Um, and all of our classrooms were connected by like a central pod area. So all of them were connected by a central little room. So she literally walked over to the next room and got my aunt and walked her over and she goes, does Max need glasses still? And she goes, yeah, he still needs glasses. And that's when immediately my aunt just gave me a like the worst like look in the entire world. <laughs> and she was like, well, she said, uh, he said that he doesn't need glasses anymore. And she was like, Maxwell. And I was like, oh, no, oh, no. My mother ended up finding out. But I just thought that is about the dumbest thing I've like. Why would you lie that? Oh, uh, I don't need them anymore because I just don't feel like it wearing them or something.
1: I don't uh, it was know. So
0: dumb. But I look back and I, and I still remember it vividly. Kate.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's I think we all have one of those. And that's why it's a really good topic. Like, what's the dumbest lie you ever told? And, and you know what, man, I, I, I agree with you. That probably goes on the list and it's funny because, uh, I feel like the one I got for you is right around the same age. And when you go back and look at the logic of both of the situations, you think, uh, probably the same thing. You think like, like, what the hell were you thinking? <laughs> and the answer uh, to both scenarios, which I'll tell you mine in just a second, is going to be like, dude, you're like six or seven, man. Like, you don't think that's the problem, no exactly, uh, so I mean, I, the logic I'm telling you, like I just really want to preface the fact that when you really think about it, like it was it was the worst possible lie slash decision I could have made in that scenario, so um, I remember <clears throat> do you know, or did you when you were a kid, uh we had my parents had this medicine that they would put on like cuts for us and it was like orangish red. And, uh, it came in like a little bottle and it had like a swabber on it. I don't know exactly. Yeah, it was like you use a cotton
0: ball or whatever yeah. and you would go around. It was, um, Oh crap. I know what you're talking about. It like cleaned up the wound, but it burned like heck.
1: Yes, it did. And my, my parents called it, they called it monkey blood because of the color, but it wasn't, that's obviously not what it was. And I don't even know if that was a common thing. It was just some sort of disinfectant for like cuts. It's Um, iodine. I think it's iodine. That's probably what it is. I, I probably could have asked and and got an answer, but I I don't know exactly what it was, but I just to try to, you know, set the, set the stage here. I wanted to kind of give you an idea on what it was. So, um, my older sister, Megan, um, who I don't know if she'll deny this, but I brought it up to her several times. So she spilled some on our carpet and, uh, you know, it stains pretty good. It's a reddish orange color and on a light uh, colored carpet, clearly that's going to leave a mark. Um, and, uh, my dad, uh, comes home from work that day and it's like, you know, he's ready to whoop some ass. Like he's, he's like. I don't know who did this, but you guys need to fess up right now. And and in my ear, my sister whispers to me, if you, well, hold on, let me back up just a minute. He says, if nobody confesses, then you guys are all going to get your ass beat. Um, and there was three of us, I me and two sisters. sisters—and uh, <laughs> And so my sister whispers in my ear and says, if you take the fall for this one, I'll get you next time. And, uh, (laughs) and like, I, at the time, like, think about it. Like I could just not take the fall for it and we could just, you know, I could just see the other two get their ass beat too and be like, how you got what you deserved at least, or I can take the fall knowing my sister's probably not being truthful. So I lied to my dad and said that it was me, uh, when I didn't even have a cut to show him that I would be trying to put it on. Uh, and so I got my ass beat and she never, ever got me back. So when I I think about the logic of the situation, it's like, why would I do that? (laughs) Like why in, in the name, I don't, I still have no clue why I would lie about something like that when I, I knew in my heart of hearts at the time that there was going to be no positive outcome for me. I was never going to get back. I was the only one who was going to get my ass beat. It was like, I have no clue why at that moment I was just like, yeah, okay, I'll do it for you. You know? And then I lied to him like, yeah, it was me. He's like, no, it wasn't me. And so I got my ass beat because I lied for my stupid sister who never got me back. I still, I do love her. I love her very much, but she got me pretty good that day. Did it, has it ever been discussed or brought up again, like to your dad or anybody again? uh yeah i've brought it up to my dad before i mean at this point like he's uh he i I don't even think he remembered it to be honest oh um, man she didn't she didn't either i brought it up to her too and uh, allegedly she doesn't remember either but my twin sister remembers so she remembers that situation but the older one claims she doesn't remember claims she doesn't remember <laughs> and uh and my dad i don't think he remembered uh, or at least he said he didn't remember either but i brought it up to him and uh I think uh, the first time I brought it back up to him was maybe a few years back. And I was like, hey, do you remember that one time? And I told the whole story, and he goes, I don't think I remember it, but that definitely sounds like your sister. (laughs) (laughs) He even throws her under the bus there. Yeah, 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 yeah. She got got me good, man. So I think that's probably the dumbest uh, lie, especially as a kid I ever told. I I don't know why I did that. I really don't.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's like you said. The logic of this is you're not thinking. You're just doing, you know? And I wasn't yep. thinking, and I feel like neither were you when you both said, when we both were, you know, lying at through, straight through our teeth. But it's like, no, I'm just going to do instead of taking this through at all.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Just uh, all about that action, man. And for some reason, I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why. Maybe I felt like I was going to be a better person for doing it. And uh, maybe uh, maybe you thought that uh, your confidence with your teacher would uh, nobody ever find out. I don't know. She clearly knew you were full of crap, though. I guess she did. But I just I sit there and I
0: think like. She can easily prove me wrong. You know, even if my yeah, aunt yeah. wasn't there, ah, me yeah. walking up to the board was just proof that I could not see still. <laughs> I you think know, better it, like, up here. Right, exactly. Well, and it's like, like, yeah, like my eyes have been magically fixed overnight, Mrs. Fouts. Yep, it's it's done, you know? No, that's right. not how this works.
1: No, not quite. <laughs> but
0: you think it does, and you think you can get away with it. and Right. Uh, I learned that lesson pretty quick, uh, at that time, but you made me think of, I remember, and this is, I, I, I look back at this and I feel so bad years later. I, so, you know, I, I can't remember what medicine it was, but you know, there was always medicines that you had to drink. Cause I didn't take pills right. as a kid. I could not, I only did liquid and, um, until I put my big boy panties on, then I finally did, but I hated drinking liquid. Some of them were like, yeah, cherry flavored. And it's not even cherry. It's just like straight up disgusting, you know? And I think it reminds me of like cough syrup. And I remember as a kid, um, I think I said in the last podcast, I had an older babysitter. She's the same one who'd take me to the Yu-Gi-Oh competitions. And um, I was sick one time and she was watching me. And I remember she went to go give me my medicine And she was like, you need to take your medicine. And I said, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. And she was like, no, you really, really need to. And um, I kept saying no. And then she was like, no, you're going to take it whether you like it or not. So I said, okay. So I hatched up this plan in my head that I said, oh, well, I only like to take medicine under tables. And for some reason, I went underneath her table. (laughs) Listen, there's a plan about this, okay? (laughs) I went under her table And I proceeded to pour the medicine onto her carpet and not take it. And I look back at that and I feel awful. And I did apologize years and late years later. I said, listen, there, you may have found a stain underneath your table. And that was me years later. And she had redone her flooring at this point. And I was like, and I apologize. I spilled it and I feel awful about it. Looking back on it. She goes, oh, you were a kid. Don't worry about it. She goes, I did notice it, but whatever. But it was so nice, but I look back and I go, God, I feel like such a jerk now. This lady took care of me, and this is what I do to her, you know?
1: Oh, what a nice person, anyways. Like,
0: She was it. such a sweetheart, and she still is. She's still around, you know, thank goodness. But yeah. she, uh, she was one of the sweetest ladies I've ever met, and uh, I'll never forget her being like, no, it's okay. You were a kid. Don't even worry about it. And I was like, I'm Not so even sorry. Don't worry about it,
1: little Maxie. That was so okay.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> I you take medicine, medicine better under the <laughs> table. <laughs> that's what I said. So it's like, I, my mom knows I only take medicine under the table. And she was like, okay, whatever. I think it was like a whatever to get him take his medicine. I really yeah, don't yeah, care kind of Of thing. course. Well, sure. I got an article for us, Cade. Okay, fire it up. Fire it up. (laughs) So if you didn't hear this past week, Wendy's was offering a four-piece chicken nuggets for free. Uh, Basically, I think all you had to do was mobile order it, and they were giving it out to... uh, I don't know if it was anyone or just kind of like first responders or whatever. Um, But I think you could... Oh, it was, I think, a campaign of like, give nugs. Basically, you gift them to a friend or you go and pick them up. So... Um, there's this guy, it's a, uh, Oregon man drove to 11 different Wendy's twice in one day to stock up on free nuggets report says, Jeez. and I give him props because, uh, well, I'll get into that a little bit later. So apparently, um, Wendy's recently announced they'd be giving away free chicken nuggets on a certain date to help out communities during the coronavirus pandemic. So that's what it is.
1: All right. One man
0: in Oregon heard about the promotion, decided to make the most of it. Uh, So this dude drove about two hours around um, all of Oregon. He even, I think at one point, I don't know, maybe that's Canada. It says Vancouver. Uh, I don't know if there's a Vancouver, Oregon, but it looks like his route did take him possibly into Canada, but I'm not sure. I am not an Oregon. Oh, wait, no. Oregon is below uh, Washington, so that's not possible. Anyhow. Um, so he decided what he was going to do is use that. So he said there was a limit of a pack of one free nuggets per customer, but that wasn't going to stop him. Uh, in order to get past the nugget limit, he drove to 11 different Wendy's in the greater Portland and Vancouver area. In order to make the most of his trip, he reportedly drove the route twice, doubling his score. He shared a picture of his nugs, which he captured twice as sick. So when I heard Wendy's, Was given out four piece nuggets today. I knew I had to hustle. I hit every damn Wendy's twice within 17 miles across two states. It took five hours, but now we eaten for free (laughs) for a week is what he put. And it was the number four. So you can hear what a success this guy is.
1: Oh, yeah, man. High quality individual, it sounds like.
0: Yeah. And uh, apparently, yeah, he just was saying... uh, we're extremely proud of all the effort. Oh wait, no, that's Wendy's. I thought he was saying we're extremely proud of him. But yeah, I just thought it was really interesting how far this guy would go to get free nugs.
1: Yeah, that's a. I mean, that's a lot of effort, dude. Like, I don't know. I don't. know. I feel like maybe I'm just too lazy to do something like that. I'm also like have some sort of conscience, so I'd rather like other people actually get an opportunity to take advantage of it than, you know, me. Like, I'll I'll, I'll give up. I'll give up things so that other people can have them first. I'm just that kind of person. So like when I hear people doing things like that, I'm like, wow, (laughs) you know, like this guy's going to get hit by a bus someday. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I'll say, um, I'm
0: kind of guilty of this. Uh, I wasn't doing this on this day, but, um, my wife and I are avid lovers of Chick-fil-A. We absolutely love the food from Chick-fil-A. I think it's, Literally the Lord's Chicken. It Uh, is the Lord's Chicken. It is. And no one ever say nothing but the truth there. If you say it's not, I I will ban you from this podcast. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Please keep listening. (laughs) Um, We like to, so they have that dress up as a cow day and you get something free. So if you go during breakfast, you get stuff for free. And then if you go during lunch. So me and my wife, typically we do a route of uh, Chick-fil-A's. Uh, Back when we lived a little closer to more of them. But now we can modify that route and still get a bunch. Um, So basically what we do is get up early in the morning. We dress up in our cow outfits. um, And we would drive and get basically go into each one of the stores, get something for free for breakfast and go to each one of the stores and then. On the way down, it'd be lunchtime. We'd usually do a couple errands and drive back down and hit all of them back for lunch. And then we store them inside of the
1: fridge, then eat them later. Did you gain weight? Uh, you know, like, I feel like, I mean, that's, I mean, you're very smart anyways, but. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, well, I'm thank in, you. I'm impressed. I'm, I'm impressed. I feel like I would do it for breakfast and lunch, like one and two. I, but, you know, to each their own. Get your free chicken filet. It is the best. Um And uh, I try to get the Lord's Chicken Like once a week Because it's delicious
0: Amen mm, My pleasure
1: And uh, you know what I was really uh, mad about To be honest with you Is that we got some uh, This past week And I think I saw on Instagram After After Back from the drive through That Chick-fil-A posted that It was like 30 minutes After we got back They posted on Instagram That if you want to buy a tub Of your favorite condiment You can And I'm like Ah, I wish I would have known that when I was there. What's your favorite condiment from Chick-fil-A, kid? Uh, It's Polynesian. And uh, listen, I don't want you to, uh, I love Chick-fil-A sauce as well. But Polynesian, oh God, I just love it. I don't know. So
0: I'm slightly disappointed because Chick-fil-A sauce is is that of the gods. It's so
1: good. I'm not not disparaging it by any means whatsoever. And I'm not saying I don't get both. I'm just saying that I just love the Polynesian. I'll say I do both. I do. So
0: if I'm getting nuggets, I do Polynesian. But if I'm doing a sandwich, it's Chick-fil-A sauce all the way, like 100 percent or like with my fries. It's Chick-fil-A sauce all the way. Only strictly with nuggets do I do Polynesian.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I uh, I've tried mixing them before and actually got a pretty um, tasty little masterpiece out of it. Oh, man. So if you're ever feeling Randy one day, you know, just. (laughs) <laughs> just hop right in <laughs> yeah hop right in mix it up I mean come on
0: get a little crazy up in here <laughs> crazy well uh Kate Ra- I think it's uh, about time we wrap this puppy up what you think uh yeah
1: I do think it's about that time but well, what fun uh, it was we
0: appreciate what I said but what I fun agree, it was my man I agree this was been a blast talking about Chick-fil-a and stupid lies that we tell uh, we appreciate you guys listening as normal. Seriously, we really appreciate especially during this time. We hope we're a part of your uh, workout routine or sit on the couch routine. Um, and we'll yeah, Kate, you got any? Uh, exactly. Yeah, if you're essential. Why did I forget that? Cade, you got any uh, ed- finishing words for us here?
1: Yeah, I, I, it's a little better than <laughs> this last couple of weeks. Sorry, I've been slacking uh, a little bit, but uh, it's a good one and uh, definitely some good advice. To folks out there, um, a Zig Ziglar quote, what you get by achieving your goals is not as important as who you become by achieving your goals. Well, take
0: that one and soak that up, baby. Uh, We appreciate you guys joining us up. Once again, I'm Max. Follow us over on uh, social media at Rag Chew Podcast, and uh, we will listen to you next time. Take it away, Howard Dean. (laughs)